0: Welcome to the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast series, where entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes talk about their journey, from starting and all the shit they had to go through to get where they are today. Please spread the love, write us a review. We want to help as many entrepreneurs and people as we can with advice from industry experts. Now, here's your host, president and founder of Adapting Social, John A. Vagero. So what's up, everybody? I'm super excited. We just got our podcast room decked out. It's you know hopefully you can tell the difference in the in our voices. Um, but today's a great day. Um, you know we have our podcast director who we just named. You know not even two weeks ago, uh, my man Nicholas Morero with us. What's up, Nick?
1: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: Dude, we're we're, we're gonna get it today. Absolutely. Are you this ready, this is? Be,
1: this is seriously gonna be a really great podcast, and I cannot wait to really dive in and discuss pretty much the importance of building strong relationships with our clients and also the importance of loyalty because to us, our clients are lifeblood and they really inspire us to pretty much do what we do.
0: Amen. Without, For anybody listening, without your clients, you don't have a business. So fostering, nurturing, taking care of those relationships and working on how you can make them better and building that loyalty and their retention and all that great stuff, that's the way a business operates. So my man, Nick, obviously, since he's, since he's been a part of this and since he started directing the podcast, he's been taking everything to the next level. So he's like, listen, you know, we got we to gotta talk about retention. You know, people out there, they, they need to understand how they can better keep their clients, how they can better serve them, and how you know, they can make sure that they're there for the long haul, not just a one-off purchase. Um, so that's what we're going to dive into today, and we're really excited about it. So why don't you start off one of the questions?
1: <clears throat> Absolutely. So I've been just thinking about pretty much what we've been doing that has allowed us to be so successful. And um, one of the main things is just really analyzing what important aspects of a relationship with a client are so important. And as someone who has came across so many different people, I was really curious as to what you do and what about a relationship that you look for that makes you so successful.
0: So I think the, I think the biggest thing that I take into consideration, right? And that everybody here, and this is going to be a straight, just like, this is a straight education podcast this time around. So anybody listening in, if you don't have like something that you take notes on or if you really do to just keep it in the dome, just make sure you're really closely paying attention because this is important stuff. But a big thing that it's important to realize is, is that, too many people just focus on, and, I, and I've been guilty of this myself, but too many people focus on, hey, I just want to get a sale, I want to get a sale, I want to get a sale. Meaning, like, I, I want to get any client, right? <clears throat> and the problem is, though, is that there is a right client for you, and there's a wrong client for you. And part of building that successful relationship from day one is identifying who's the right and who's the wrong. And so that's the biggest thing that I first focus on. So when we're looking, and this is something that we're getting progressively better with, right? Um, whereas like, you know, going back a few years ago, I would just accept anybody, right? And so, and, and and my mindset was like, that's the right thing to do. I didn't think that I was doing something wrong. I'm like, hey, they need my services, so I'm going to provide them service. But just like there's compatibility for relationships, there has to be compatibility for business relationships. But people don't realize that. And I'm going to repeat that. Just like there's compatibility In a relationship in real life with with your significant other. It's the same thing in business. If you don't have the right compatibility, you are not going to have the right relationship. So that's where we start.
1: Yeah, that's so awesome. And I think it's very interesting for us trying to find the right client as a marketing agency because we see so many different people across so many different industries. So it's really just analyzing beyond what industry they're in. It's more so about the people. And to us, I know that we always pretty much focus on the importance of finding the right people rather than just the right business. And I think that that's something that has really allowed us to set ourselves apart and be as successful as we are. And I know that to me, one of the things that's most important is being good to our clients and Mm -hmm. listening to them and making sure that they are happy. So how important Mm -hmm. is really being good to our clients to you and making sure that they always feel complete at the end of every conversation whenever we roll out a campaign? and whenever we're just really trying to make sure that we're on the right track with their vision.
0: So, one thing one thing that I would say is now how we how we treat our clients, you know, that's that's like, you know, being in that's like being in a relationship, you know. Again, going back to the relationship thing, it's a compatibility, but <clears throat> the way if you don't treat the one thing that I heard, you know, very early on in business was that if you don't treat your your clients the right way, somebody else will. And so the way that we focus on is communication is key. It's the centerpiece to every relationship that you have, especially with the client. So number 1, communicating with them, seeing how they're doing, see how they genuinely like being your client. Do are they happy with your service? Are they happy with your product? Do they have any feedback? Is there something that they can provide you where, you know, they can, you know, they can have a better experience, right? It's understanding that you have to nurture these relationships. You don't just go out there and try to sell, sell, sell. And listen, and again, I've in the past been been the guilty of this, guilty as charged of this, where in the beginning you want to just build a company and you think about just sales, sales, sales. And sales is important. Sales is the lifeblood of a business because if you don't have sales coming in, then you have no money, you have nothing to do, and you have no clients to serve. But on the contrary, when you get to build that relationship and you start to have a client, that's the biggest thing right there. It's building That relationship. Too many people focus on again, just trying to get the product out there, trying to get the service out there. But if your clients aren't happy, and and I mean genuinely happy, then they're going to leave and they're going to go somewhere else. And so, making them happy and making them, uh, uh, you know, a raving fan is something that's very important. That's something that we've always focused on. So it's not just about hey, I want you just to be happy with the product. I want you to love us. I want you to be happy with what we're providing you as a service. And then also, I want you to be so happy that you're willing to refer us somebody. And over the past decade, almost 80 to like 85% of Adapting Social's client base comes from word of mouth referral because we're so inundated by that and we love that and we're happy about that. And it's because we, we literally go all in on making sure our clients are happy. You know, we have somebody here that's just dedicated to going and calling our clients every month and saying, hey... How are you doing? Is there anything we could be doing better? You know, what are some what are some things that you know you are dissatisfied with? Um, and you know, and obviously, if there's nothing, that's great. And we we also we're always looking for areas of, areas of improvement. But the biggest thing is being egoless and understanding that. We need that criticism. We need to be self-aware as entrepreneurs. So checking in with your clients, nurturing that relationship, asking them for their feedback, you know, asking them at the end of every conversation you have with a client, you should ask them, Do you feel complete with what we talked about today? Right? Is there anything else you want to connect on? Too many people leave a conversation and there's there's still a lot more like festering in their head, right? So make sure that your clients You know, the way to build a successful business is to have a successful relationship with your client, not just a sale. So focus on building a successful relationship, I would say. I
1: love that. That is so just inspirational how in-depth that you go with regard to every single client because it's so true that – Building a relationship on the surface may seem like an easy task, but there's so much that goes into a successful relationship from communication to being innovative to really finding who they are as a person and then using their voice in a successful way to grow their business. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you've really worked out pretty much all the kinks that it works to get a successful relationship. So the next question would be like, is there really a secret into getting the perfect relationship?
0: Honestly <clears throat> Honestly that's a great question. Um and uh that's a great question. So there's not it's not a secret. There's there's no secret to anything in life, I truly believe. The biggest thing is that anytime people say what, you know, what's the secret? Like, anytime you see a book that says, the secret to becoming a millionaire <laughs> or, like, the secret to getting your dream body, right? Like, those things don't exist. You know, there's no secret sauce. There's going out there and working your fucking ass off. You know, like, Nick, you, you run, like, 10 miles a day or, or plus or, or right near that. Um, and you're, like, a long-distance runner. And so, like that's like, that's like you writing a book saying the secret to running 10 miles, right? It's like, there's no secret. Like, just go out there and fucking do it. Like, that's and that's what you've done over time. You've just put your ass out there, right? So it's like too many people focus on like, hey, you know, what's the secret sauce? There's no secret sauce. It's just a matter of going through the motions, meeting a bunch of people. You have to get the wrong clients to know who the right clients are. Yeah, that's correct. You exact. know, so go through trial, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, and then eventually you know. And, and what determines a, su- a successful relationship in my eyes and a compatible relationship between you and a client is one that <clears throat> it's mutually beneficial right there you can provide the service or product there and, and you know they like you and you enjoy them right too many people have that relationship with their clients where <clears throat> you know it's it's not healthy right sometimes you know and, and we all have that as business owners we all have you know clients who can be a little bit crazy and um, you know <clears throat> at the end of the day It's a matter of what gives you peace of mind. What do you actually want to do? And if you want to deal with people like that, then that's on you. But a successful relationship to me is two intelligent people who understand that they're climbing the same mountain to achieve the same goals. Um, And obviously there's a price to pay for that. And if everything is good there, then guess what? You're going to move forward. And to me, that's not the secret, but that's what you have to do. You have to go through all these motions.
1: I love that. And I think that that really lays out exactly what goes into this relationship, too. And as you just hit upon at the end of that little discussion was kind of the, our next theme, which is loyalty. And it just really entails us being loyal to our clients and them knowing that we're willing to go above and beyond for them. And then our clients also understanding that we are there ultimately to help them. So it's a it's a trustworthy relationship where both sides are benefiting and that is so very important because we want to feel like we're providing a service where everyone is genuinely happy and our clients also feel the hard work that we're putting in as their business grows and that's just so incredibly important to us and as John mentioned previously about discussing the wrong clients versus the right clients We have ran into situations where someone has seemed like they're the wrong client when they actually are the right client, but we just needed to really communicate a little bit more. So I just want to pretty much dive into that aspect a little bit more. When we've had our backs against the wall, we need to prove ourselves and show that we have a little bit more to offer than anyone else may even consider. So I think that that's definitely something that I would love to discuss even more too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so on that point, you know, so so your question was, correct me if I'm wrong, so it's like how do you identify when it seems like it's the right fit but it's not?
1: Uh, the actual <clears answer throat> was um, like when you have your back against the wall and you have a client that it feels like the relationship might not be working, how to salvage that relationship and mm-hmm. turn it around so that mm-hmm. it's ultimately a success for everyone involved.
0: Absolutely. Hashtag cleanup crew. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so the biggest thing is like, everybody that owns a company you are going to face a challenge with the client whether they're not happy whether they got an order does it logistics when you're in the business of e-commerce and you're sending out packages and you're sending out things through the mail or when you're providing a service whether you're dog walking whether you are you know uh providing a web service whatever it is at the end of the day something is going to go wrong at some point right and truly what defines somebody who is a what defines a great company from a company that's not so great is what happens when something goes wrong right what do you do when your back is against the wall that is what truly judges in my opinion you know that's that's the character of the company that's when you that's when you're that's when you're actually tested and fit and actually like you know again tested and that's what you're going to face so but ultimately when you're in that circumstance and how and how we salvage our relationships and how we recommend you do the same is again if you, if you have something that, whether it's you messed up or whether it's something like, you know, you couldn't control it. If you're an e-commerce company and you, you ship the product and, you know, the client didn't get it or they got it and the UPS guy or the FedEx guy squished it in his thing, right? <laughs> ultimately, at the end of the day, you are deemed reliable. The buck starts with you. And the buck stops with you. So, <clears throat> ultimately, at the end of the day… Have, be proactive. Have systems in place for when things go wrong because they will go wrong, right? Newton's law, whatever goes up has to come down, right? So <laughs> with, a, with a negative, there's going to be a positive. So we have to understand that if you're in a business, there's going to be something that's going to happen. And so anytime adapting social or we have that our clients are faced with a situation, you know, the first question we ask ourselves is, well, what could, what could we have done better? Right, so we get on the phone we, we jump on the horn as they say <laughs> with, uh, <clears throat> with the client we say listen you know we want to know what happened talk to us tell us what happened here you know they give us the full scope of it. And then we, we do everything we can to make it right. And we even put skin in the game. If we mess up and we do something wrong, we genuinely want to make up for it. We are not okay just saying, oh, well, you know, like we messed up. See you later. Too many people don't fight for their clients. They go out and they do everything. They spend invest all, these, all this money into getting a client, and then they just let them go away. And they don't care about their retention. And that's crazy. Because if you retained all the clients that you've had ever, and you kept building new clients and still provide equal product or service, you know, you'd be crushing it. But too many people, anytime something happens or, or you know, tragedy strikes or things go wrong or if you messed up, they're bad. They drop the ball. So it's understanding on how you can recover when dropping the ball. And it's identifying and being egoless. We messed up. We want to we make up for it. You know, here's what we want to do. You know, put put skin in the game. Offer them a free product. Offer them a free month of service. Do whatever you can to keep that client because at the end of the day, business is not about money. Money will obviously come. It's about building successful relationships, and that's the biggest thing.
1: Absolutely, and one of the things that <clears throat> I have noticed since I've been talking to more and more clients is that a lot of people want to be listened to and a lot of people want to be heard Because there's nothing more frustrating when you have an issue than feeling like you're all alone in it. And when you're working with us, you are never alone. We are always here to listen to you and understand exactly where you're coming to, to find a solution. And a lot of people will say that they're just listening to you, but then there's no action afterwards. So for me personally, I always like to listen to our clients, see exactly what their pain point is, and then making sure that we ultimately have a solution. Because it's not all about... Listening if you're not going to actually take action Ooh. afterwards, so we're all about listening to our clients, yes. analyzing what their issues are, and then ultimately finding a solution that will allow us to move forward. It's one thing if you listen, but if you're just going to sit there and pretty much harp on what went wrong, then you're not going to be able to grow from it. so right. we're all about learning, listening, and then growing to benefit everyone involved in our relationships and I know that that's something uh, that I, I had to learn and it took time. But as I pretty much found the role that I'm in now, I really understand exactly what you need to do to build those relationships that last.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, again, and that's one thing that I will testify to, because again, starting, and then the one thing that I always push to my team members here, and it's something that I think is very natural for you. um, You know, it's something that's like, you know, you have to, build a relationship with the client like they're a friend or family member Mm -hmm. obviously on your toes not just like super comfortable and laid back but to the level of where you can communicate with them and not be awkward not be too professional not be stuck up um and not be like just very like you know too too um too squared you know like Mm -hmm. you have to be you have to be like again it's people you're dealing with people here so when you're when you're too professional there's no relationship they could leave tomorrow and have no problems Mm -hmm. um because they have no emotional attachment. But when you build that relationship, they don't want to leave right away because they like you and they want to work with you. Um, And we've seen this through, you know, educating our clients on this. this. We've seen this ourselves. So, it's so important that you have that fundamental ability to focus on building that relationship like they're a friend or like they're a family member because that's at the end of the day where our clients are, right? Our clients are our family members. We work with them. We hustle them. Again, <clears throat> some of your, some of the clients that you work with, Nick, like, again, they're like your friends and you're like, you, you joke around like my boy, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, you have great relationships with our clients. And but that's what that's what it's all about, guys. Um <clears throat> Let's with the next question. Where yeah, we
1: absolutely. And just to go upon that point too, I think part of what actually led me to be where I am today is having my dad started his own business. So I've really seen how much effort and work, it goes into building your own successful business. It takes long nights. It takes a lot of hours, time, effort, time away from doing the things that you want to do. And ultimately, that's something that I've learned to understand and respect about business owners that a lot of other people don't really I guess, absorb as much as I do and John does. Mm-hmm. As people have seen firsthand how much effort it goes into really starting a successful business, we've been able to accomplish what we have. And I think a next thing that I've really been thinking about a lot, and I know a lot of other people have been wondering too. If you're starting your own business now in 2018, 2019, it's super competitive. Right. And I just want to know what aspects you would give to, like, a young entrepreneur looking to grow their networks and build stronger relationships.
0: With the client? Mm -hmm. Or So, so... The biggest, the biggest thing I would say, that's a great question, Nick. The biggest thing for people who are just starting right now, 2019, not 2018. Nick almost brought us in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I almost threw us when, right back. We're in a time like machine. Exactly. <clears throat> but um, what I would say is it's, it's, only, it's only focused around building a relationship. And I'll say that again and again and again because at the end of the day, you know, how many people out there make websites? You know, yeah. endless amounts. Exactly. How many people out there yeah. are real estate agents? Endless amounts, but what? But but there's still new agents that start, and they wind up crushing it. And how? And, and in theory, if there's so many real estate agents, how could one start tomorrow and be as dominant as like somebody who's like on million dollar listing New York, right? Mm-hmm. It's like how could that happen? And <clears throat> at the end of the day, successful people are having a successful mindset like this and not thinking about making money. When I first started adapting social it was never about a dollar. I knew that if I just worked, because my my quote, live a few years of your life like most people won't, so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't, I put and invested that time, because I said to myself, if I'm gonna start this fucking thing, I'm not worried about the next four or five years. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm looking at the next 40 years. That's what I care about. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. Too many people that are millennials, right, and again, this is above average of millennials right now, which we're going to be changing. Yep. But, but too many people that are in our generation specifically, um, they 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 don't look at it for the next forty years. They look at it like right now, like what what's going to happen right now? Exactly. Well, how come I, I'm not doing this right now? How come I'm not making more money right now? I should be I should be getting paid for this. And it's like the biggest thing that I would say to somebody just starting is money is the last thing that matters. It's starting, it's getting yourself out there, and it's putting years into it. When you put years into something, and you put years into building relationships, and building your product, and building your brand, that right there is what sets you apart. And understanding that if you don't give up, again, you know, at some point this week, obviously, uh, when this gets launched, you know, this week uh, is Martin Luther King Jr., you know, uh, MLK, this, this past Monday... And the biggest thing is that, like, you know, taking him, for example, like, the dude was a complete savage. Like, he never, ever gave up. Like, that's some scary shit. Like, imagine, like, trying to, you know, do what he did and, like, having people throw, like, fire fucking bottles at your house. Like, try to shoot you, try to assassinate you, like, and you're still doing it. Like, they don't make people like that anymore. No, that doesn't exist don't. because people people would never do that and 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 if they do it's, it's fucking maybe less than 1% and so but in the world of entrepreneurship too many people want the quick the quick gains and not put in the long term work to get those bigger massive gains so that's the mindset I would tell everybody to start with having that mindset of like it's not about now it's about the macro scale of things about longevity right um, and and it just goes without saying anything in life that you get fast is never, never will last, right? Like, if it, if it happens fast, it never will last. And the biggest thing is, like, you know, good things take time, right? Good things yeah. come to those who wait, right? And so, you know, I would focus on that mindset first and foremost because the people who give up early on are the people who can't wait.
1: Absolutely. And they'll have the patience. And I feel like that same mindset is what applies to building a relationship with a client, too. Like, I feel like some people will meet you and day one going in will be like I just made a sale this is awesome and now this person's going to be my number one client but it's all about treating every client as your number one client and building that relationship that lasts through time no matter what you know that you're going to be willing to put in that extra effort and make sure that you're ultimately a success and I really love that quote that you just used too one of the quotes that really stands out to me too is great moments always require a great amount of effort mm. and a lot of people feel like they could put in a minimal effort and still get those great results and that's just not how it works <laughs>
0: <you mentioned> fire <laughs> that was really a fire as you mentioned
1: before like yeah i am a runner and i'm planning on running the boston marathon in april and for me i could not get to where i am as a runner without and dude in- that's
0: ridiculous though like Running the Boston Marathon, like well, hold on, let's let's pause for a second. For the people who don't know what the fuck that means, talk about what what's involved in running the Boston.
1: Yeah. So the Boston Marathon is the most historic race in all of running. Everyone wants to run the Boston Marathon. It's the 133rd year, I believe. So it's been going on for a really long time. Damn. And it is what every runner dreams about running. There's about 100,000 people that are going to be entered, and through the past couple months, and even this morning, I ran when it was 8 degrees out, and you really need to put in that extra effort if you want to see the results that you want, because I'm never going to get to where I am as an athlete and as a person if I just try to rush things. It's all about putting in quality over quantity, and that same kind of mindset I apply with our clients too, because we need to have quality that we're providing to our clients rather than quantity. And that even goes towards when we're posting on social media or marketing, we don't want to put a ton of posts on social media or send out a ton of emails. We want to make sure that we're getting quality content out. And that's what's ultimately going to allow us to really strengthen relationships with our clients because they'll see the results from the quality that we're putting in. And that's ultimately what allows us to be set apart from everyone else. Because I can promise there's no one else in our area who's going to be putting the time and effort into not only building relationships, but into creating the content that we're creating too. And I think that's something that has really stood out to me. And throughout everything that I've learned in the past couple years, I've been able to apply it to where I am now. And I really feel like the relationships that I have with my clients are directly from the relationships that we've built together. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of clients that we have are always like, oh, John is such high energy and I'm really able to vibe out with him. And one of the things that I always try to do is keep that high energy up. So even when clients are done talking to John and they're with me, it's seamless and they feel like, hey, this guy's going to care for me as much as John will. And that's really what I think has allowed me to set myself apart from everyone else that we're with, and I can't thank him enough
0: for that. Listen, man, first off, thank you. And at the end of the day, the biggest thing is that, like, one thing I would also, off of that note, one thing I would say to people is that it's about building clients. I mean, I'm sorry. It's about building an amazing product or service. It's about building the right client base. But mainly, the one thing that I didn't mention yet, but that's super important, it's about having the right team, right? Because alone, you can only accomplish so much, but when you have a fucking rock solid team, you're fucking limitless. But it's people like you, Nick, that make shit limitless. Because you know what? At the end of the day, you know, there are a lot of people out there who want to just go to work, clock in, clock out, and they want the most out of everything in the world, right? So it's like entitlement. But the one thing that, that I love, and this is an example of everybody out there you got to get out there, and you got to find your nick, right? You got to find, you got to find your, you know, your good team members like that, because people like that, like, they are not there just because it's like I'm clocking in and clocking out. They're there because they're passionate. They're amazing at what they do. Like you're an awesome copywriter. You're you're crazy with content, you know. And that's again why we brought you into direct the podcast. And so. On that point, I would say it's so important to find good people on your team because if you have a great product or a great service, and you you invested a great amount of deal into building that relationship, and then once they start working with your team, if your team doesn't actually like you know have that same energy or have that same passion that you do, the client instantly knows it. Um, and I've had that conversation before with clients where people are like, "Hey, John, it was very different working with you than your team." And I had to say, wow, I have to train my team to get better. Um, And so it's very, very important.
1: Absolutely. And I think it's very almost inspirational how much you care. It is inspirational how much you care about each and every client, whether we've had them for five years or whether we've had them for a week. Right. To you, every single client really stands out. And I know when I first started about, I want to say a year and a half ago, Mm -hmm. I watched you talking to a new client who I Thought that we were working with for years on end, and you told me like, yeah, this guy just started working with us. I'm like, wow, you guys are legitimately <laughs> talking to each other like your best friends, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible to see someone who has that kind of relationship with someone who the the relationship is really just starting, right? It's just starting off. Yet to everyone else, you guys are great friends and have known each other for years, and I feel like that's something that we see and it allows us to apply it to really building that relationship with them, too. Right. And you really showcase, like, how friendly it is and how really just genuinely you guys need to care about each other. Mm-hmm. You do that, and I think that that's something that has really, really helped us.
0: Yeah, thank you, man. And, you know, if we don't if, if we do not do that, somebody else will. You know, and that's the biggest thing. It's identifying yeah. that. Like, again, you have a girlfriend. I have a wife. If we don't take care of them and we just treat them like shit or we don't put any energy into that relationship, guess what? One day somebody might walk past, and they might, right? Yeah, so true. so if we don't put our energy, we don't put our passion, we don't put our time into it, somebody else will, and that. But that's the nature. That's what I fucking love about the universe. I love about the universe that it's survival of the fittest, right? It really, is. that is exactly the example of that. It's like if we don't take care of again a child. If you don't take care of a child, what's going to happen to the child, right? Or if you don't discipline your child, better yet, right? If you if you have a child, and you don't discipline your child. One thing a quote and I'll give this quote I'll give a shout out to my father-in-law for this one Um, but if you don't raise your child right from the beginning you'll always have a big child okay for the rest of your life that means they'll never grow up they'll be immature forever and so the biggest thing is like taking the time and investing it in the beginning stages are so important because that's going to set the tone forever and so and if you don't do that stuff and you don't again get after it and focus on that then guess what then you're again in a nutshell, you're gonna have a big child forever, and and nobody wants that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants to have a 45 year old kid living in the basement, wondering when the right. is gonna get done. <laughs> so it's just really playing Xbox. That, that was a great quote, by the way. I really enjoyed that, and I think it also ties into really taking nothing for granted, just making sure that you appreciate every relationship that you have, whether it's with a family member, a significant other, with a client. It's just knowing that in Split second, it could all be gone, and it's Mm -hmm. really just about making the most out of every single moment and knowing that you're doing everything you possibly can to leave either spending time with them or a conversation happy, right? And I love that this kind of ties back to when you're talking about ending a phone call with saying that you're complete, right? Everything that you have to say has been said, and you know that the next conversation that you guys have will be a positive one, exactly. It's always leaving things off on that note. Where you just couldn't be happier with how things are going. and that's exactly. that's something that I always try to do and I strive to make sure it happens because you never want to have someone wondering. Because there's nothing no. more devastating to you or your business than someone pondering what's going on. You never want to leave anyone in the dark, especially when it's a relationship as important as one with a client. You want everyone to be in the know and on the same page. And the quote that we always say: "Climbing the same mountain too," because yes. you want to make sure that when you're ascending to the summit, that you guys are all on the same path and willing to help each other. Right. And just like life, climbing a mountain is dangerous, so you want to make sure that you're doing it in the most effective way possible. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know what? I've always like so when I started saying that, like you know, you got to look in your team's eyes. You need to know, and and even sometimes a client, you know, if you had that relationship, but like. You need to look in that person's eyes and know, like, I'm climbing the same fucking mountain. Because if you're not climbing the same mountain, then you're wasting time. And you're not going to be on the same path. And that's the worst thing that could ever happen. So that that's all fire, man. It's all fire.
1: Absolutely. And even if your path changes, make that path together. Forge <clears> a new path. <throat> it's always possible to innovate. I've had a lot of clients where I've wanted to go in one direction. And then they've wanted to go in a different direction with regards to either a post on social media or whether I'm writing an article and it's just about understanding both sides of the situation to create something new because ultimately there's not one side that will be right and one side that will be wrong. It's all about creating that middle ground. That's truly beautiful and that it's something that would have been created unless both sides were able to give their input. And I think that's something that has helped even from creating a social media post to building a relationship. Like it's all about finding that middle ground and that comes with having a good communication with your clients because if you're not talking and they're not talking then things are just going to stay the same Amen. so communicating is just so so important whether you're talking to your first client or if you're talking to one that's been there for a while or even a family member it's just all about knowing that you guys are on the same page
0: it is it absolutely is and that you fired that at the end man and you know what it's all about it's all about literally the title you know what I love the title of this podcast will absolutely be "Treat Your Clients Right or Somebody Else Will." Right? I love that. <clears throat> because loyalty and retention kind of plays into that. And you know, at the end of the day, again, in this world of business, and in, in this ever-changing, ever roller coaster ride of of a world of business, um, you know, it's always it's always going to be. How can I make the client happier? It's never going to be the other way around. It's never going to be well. We shouldn't make clients happy because then they're going to go somewhere else. And so, at the end of the day, in closing, right? The one thing. Do you, is there any? Is there any other questions that you have on there? Uh, I do we hit them that we're we're hitting every. We, hit, we just hit them. We just hit them. Exactly. Yeah. It's
1: just like a fluid conversation yeah. where we just Which I understand. Love. Absolutely. And just to tie back into making clients happy, before I worked here, I was working at a seafood restaurant. Right. And when I was working there, my manager would always say, like, no matter what happens, the customer is always right. Because a happy customer will always come back and refer people. And an unhappy customer will always tell people to not come back. And it's a right. lot less effort to make one person happy than it is to try to salvage a bunch of relationships. So it's just always trying to make sure that no matter what, you're happy, your customer's happy, and ultimately you guys are moving in the same direction.
0: Right. And so in recapping, okay, before we before we end off here, running out of time, let's make sure we focus on one thing, okay? If you don't treat your clients right, somebody else fucking will
1: hard facts and,
0: <clears throat> and, and what does that mean make sure you have a great product make sure your service is great make sure you're following up with them checking in with them asking them how they're feeling asking them what you could be doing better um, ultimately if you have a relationship with the client they are going to stick with you and if you care and you put that passion and time and attention into it and you make sure that they're happy with what you're doing or what the product is that you're providing you're going to keep the client okay and if they tell you, your client is going to predict the future market, right? Because if your client says to you, it's too expensive for me, guess what's coming, you know? Or if you keep hearing that and that's a trend, guess what's coming, right? Your client, it's like it's like you're, you're taking a test and your client is the fucking answers. So when you get that feedback from your clients, make sure that you dive the fuck in and you don't leave anything out and be fucking egoless. Don't worry about oh my god you're know, having pride if they if they say something shitty or they say something who gives a fuck because it doesn't matter about what you think it matters what your client thinks because if you are not successfully listening then somebody else will and that's the whole theme of this so study your client understand what makes them happy understand what the perfect client is for you because there's there's people who are not supposed to be your clients and once you nail that down make sure that you have a good team in place that will take care of the client take what they're doing to the next level and ultimately at the end of the day retain them and keep them. Because a happy client, like Nick said before, is a client that's gonna come back. I've always preached and focused on building a raving fan base of clients. People who people who are client base, we get so many referrals because people see what we're doing, they see all the action, they see all the stuff behind the scenes, they see how they'll see how like Nick will get up at seven a.m. to post them on social media during a holiday special and and get it done. And you know, <clears throat> going above and beyond like that is what gets people to want to share your stuff. But ultimately, I'll throw in a little bonus because me, be me and Nick will be back on uh, probably next week again and the biggest thing that we're going to dive into next week but I'll leave a little snack for you and giving you the whole kitchen here but the biggest thing I'll leave off on is if you have part of you creating a raving fan culture around your company is not being boring and I'll leave it on that but you can't be boring but so Nick thank you so much first of all for getting this together my man approached me like i said and he was like you know what we got to spit some knowledge on retention and loyalty um and uh, so we put this podcast together thanks to nick and, and we got some questions together from nick and also we had some of those questions were from our fan base um and from from some of our uh followers on social media um but nick thank you for for putting this together
1: Absolutely, it's always a pleasure Pretty much sharing what has allowed me to be who I am What has allowed me to really help our clients And ultimately our business in general Because there's honestly no place else I'd rather be So just making the most out of where I am right now Is everything I could possibly ask Fuck for
0: Fuck yeah, let's get it, let's get it So everybody that listens in Thank you so much today for your time, for your attention The one thing I want to say that I say to everybody Is <clears throat> please like, share Let the world know what we are doing here Because it's, to us, it's not just about wasting or or making waves, right, it's about impacting people, and so the more people we can impact, the better, so please, write a review for us, please take the time to let people know about us and about uh, Above Average of Millennials, um, and, uh, you know, and create a great day, okay, don't live your life on autopilot, fucking create a great day, you are in charge of that shit, nobody else is, so create an amazing day, you deserve it, Nicholas Morrill, thank you so much, my man. He's our podcast director here. Thank you
1: so
0: much. The the more you see shit turn up, just know my man, next in the back end.
1: (laughs) Thank you.